welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. My name is Wendy Myers, and you can find me on LiveTo110.com. And you can find the video podcast on the corresponding blog post and on my YouTube channel, Wendy Live to 110. Go there and subscribe. Uh, today we are interviewing AJ Merzad. Um, he is at OnlineSuperCoach.com. And we're going to be talking about um, his book, The Mind Body Solution, a permanent solution to weight loss. And, um, you know, all about how your, your mindset affects your ability to lose weight um, and all about how he helps to train coaches, um, health coaches, to turn their passion into their dream in a way to make a living as well. So great interview today. But please keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition and is not a substitute for professional medical advice. The Live to 110 podcast is solely informational in nature. So please consult your healthcare practitioner before engaging in any treatment that we suggest on the show. And I want to talk to you a little bit about my own personal story. Um, I, for many, many years, I suffered from depression and um, I have had a, just a lot of mental health issues over, over my life. I was just unhappy because I had not found my life's purpose. Uh, now I have finally found my life's purpose, which is helping you to get healthy. And I wake up every day excited. I wake up really early, too early sometimes, 5 or 6 a.m. in the morning because I'm just so excited to get up and work and really enjoy and love what I do every day and helping you guys get healthy. Um, but it wasn't always like that. And I think uh, the key to happiness and to key, the key to have a, a good you know, mind-body set is to find your purpose. And I think that's when people feel truly fulfilled. And some are very lucky to find that early. I was uh, a late bloomer. <laughs> I didn't find it for a while. Um, but I, I know a lot of you out there are suffering from depression and uh, various ways. And that's why uh, I started doing neurotransmitter testing uh, for my clients. Um, when I did it for myself, um, I don't know what took me so long to, to do it in the first place, but when I finally tested my neurotransmitters and found that I was low in just, in just two, uh, one was called PEA, and for that I supplemented a simple amino acid called phenylalanine, and that completely took away my brain fog. Um, I was able to focus on my work every day, and I just could not believe how much better my brain is functioning just from taking this simple amino acid. To, before that, <laughs> to get my PEA, I was doing it through food. And PEA is abundant in chocolate. And so what I was doing was I was eating a gigantic chocolate bar <laughs> every single day um, because uh, I found when I did that about two or three o'clock, I, would, I, would, I just made a connection that I could focus more. I was fo much more involved in my work and, and able to really write really fast. My ideas were coming and that was what I was looking for so that I could be creative and do what I do, write on the blog, etc. cetera. Um, but obviously not a good solution. Over a couple of years, I put on about 20 pounds uh, with that, that solution that I had come up with. And it was also my dirty little secret. As a health coach, I'm telling people not to eat sugar and here I am every day eating chocolate, stuffing my face with chocolate because biology will always overcome willpower. And my body was seeking PEA that it needed for my brain to work. And since supplementing with the phenylalanine, 
I, I haven't eaten sugar since. I have not eaten sugar in two months. I haven't even, I mean, a couple of times I, I've, you know, had a couple of bites of dark chocolate, what have you. Um, but old habits die hard. Um, but I, I really have not had any of the cravings, not this white knuckle cravings that I know many of you are having come, you know, 2, 3 p.m. during the day when you're seeking an energy rush or a boost for your brain functioning or what have you. And I know a lot of a lot of women out there are chocoholics, as I, I hear from you all the time, and you're emailing me and struggling uh, like I was with uh, with you know your addictions to sugar or chocolate or whatever it may be. Um, so I just want to you know encourage you to test and to do a neurotransmitter screen. Uh, they're available on the Live to One Ten store at store.libto110. And for me, um, it was life-changing. It, it really dramatically changed my life for the better. And I'm so much happier. Um, just from uh, the other neurotransmitter that I was low on was GABA. Um, I just found that I wasn't sleeping so great. And um, even if I slept eight hours, I would still feel kind of tired the next day. And um, I realized that uh, based on my neurotransmitter test that I needed to take GABA. So I take phenotropic GABA. It's uh, phenylated which crosses the blood-brain barrier, and it's much, much more effective than the typical forms of GABA that you find in most stores and, and health food stores, et cetera, and online. Um, so I started taking GABA. Amazing sleep. I fall asleep easier. Um, it used to take me a half an hour to go to sleep. I sleep so much better during the day, and I have more brain focus the next day and reduced anxiety as well. So just these two simple changes and these two inexpensive amino acids um, have dramatically changed my life. So I, I really encourage you to seek the same so that you can feel better and live your best life. Our guest today is AJ Merzan. Um, he is the author of the best-selling book, The Mind-Body Solution, Train Your Brain for Permanent Weight Loss, where he proves that the key to a better body that's in shape, energized, and youthful is a healthy brain. AJ is a fitness professional and has a master's in psychology. He has also been featured in the Huffington Post, Men's Fitness, and on Bodybuilding.com, and is a keynote speaker at various events. AJ is dedicated to helping fit pros and health coaches create an ethical and profitable online income at OnlineSuperCoach.com. AJ, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, Wendy, thank you so much for having me. Well, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got into fitness? Oh, yeah, sure. So I was a former chubby kid turned personal trainer. I was overweight for most of my life. I mean, I was 60 pounds on my heaviest. I had man boobs, big old chipmunk cheese and this huge stomach. And I was really insecure <laughs> about my weight for many years. And it wasn't until my early 20s when I said enough is enough. I couldn't bear just the, uh, the, the pain that I had, both physically and mentally. And I decided to really figure out how to get myself into shape. And I was clueless when I first started. Uh, because it was, you know, 20 years of being overweight, having bad habits. I would be on a diet for a week and then stuff my face in Oreos and screw everything up. That's a lot of people do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of people do that. One step forward, one step back. And it wasn't until I uh, hired a personal trainer and a nutritionist and I learned things the right way. And I was like, wow, this is actually working. I'm doing things properly. And uh, about a year's time with professional help. I got myself into shape. I lost the 60 pounds, the, the chipmunk cheeks disintegrated, and I actually had a six pack. You know, I was, I was very, like, skinny but lean. And I was like, wow, this is such a big transformation and uh, really changed my life. You know, I had a lot of self-confidence, more energy, but um, it made me realize that I really want to help others with their own personal transformations. I saw how much fitness 
just gave me a new world of possibilities. So I decided to go back to school and I majored in exercise science and nutrition. And then I really got the in and outs of, of, of understanding the, the mechanics of like nutrition and, and biomechanics of the body. And I started a personal training business and uh, that just took off, you know, because um, being overweight my entire life I had a great way of connecting with people. And I understood their pain and how difficult it is to be on a diet and even exercise. So I was able to get some really profound transformations and word got around and, uh, you know, my business grew from there. And um, I became so engulfed in understanding the ins and outs of fitness uh, that I went back to school for psychology to get my master's degree. And that was like a game changer that allowed me to change my program in a very profound way. And then over the years, I you know, did a lot of things with, 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 with online fitness. I wrote a book called The Mind-Body Solution, which became a bestseller. And um, now just really uh, trying to branch out and, and spread my personal story of transformation to help more people in the process. Yeah, so so you have a, a mantra that, that I, I really like that we had talked about at some point. So what is your success quote? It's like the, the mantra that really gets you fired up. Sure. Uh, I had a mentor his name is Joe Polish. And he yeah, said this one success quote to me and it changed my life. And it says, be willing to destroy anything in your life that is not excellent. And it allowed me to just look at everything that I'm doing and what is taking up my time? What is at my you know lowest leverage point? I want to do things at my highest ideal. I want to simplify so I could multiply. So just I approach everything in life through that lens. And if something's not working, let it go. Stop it and focus on activities that I love, that bring me flow, uh, being around people that, that, that give me energy. So anything in my life that is not excellent, I'm willing to destroy it. So Yeah, no, I love that. I, I feel like I've been living that truth as well myself and letting go of people and projects and work and, you know, relationships that just don't work that I just I just don't enjoy them or they don't serve you. Um, yeah. in some way or bring you down, you know, you, you have to let them go so that you can be your best self. So I love that. I really identify with that. Absolutely. Like that simple adage, if they lift you up, pull them closer, they bring you down, push them away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, after you became a, a fitness professional, um, what methods helped uh, you achieve your clients' transformations? I found that uh, once I went back to school to get my master's in psychology, just really understanding the inner workings of the mind and uh, really seeing that, you know, we live in the information age. So nutrition, exercise, that information is so re readily available and it's application, getting people to actually implement and take action with it. So understanding uh, different ways to build a person's uh, discipline, understanding uh, just human behavior, uh, habits all these different elements. And uh, with that, I, I really uh, transformed my program to focus more on, I guess, working on the inside out, right? Because when you get the inside right, the outside takes care of itself. So understanding that that is the core of my program, the, the mindset. And then from there, we focus on the outer things like what to eat and what exercises to do. Yeah. And so what are some of the, the other things that um, like, so how do you work with your clients? You try to establish, uh, you know, work with their mind body concepts. What kind of things do you do with them? So what I do with them is really understanding, uh, you know, what is causing the weight gain from an internal level? You know, we all know that uh, when you're stressed out, your body produces a lot of cortisol. So that could be, uh, you know, a, a negative factor. 
Uh, it could be that just you, you're so busy, your mind is so overactive that you're uh, doing something called uh, decision fatigue, where you know your life is chaotic, right? And you're not allowing yourself to, to really simplify things so you could follow a regimented eating plan or make some time to go to the gym. Uh, so it's, it's really understanding like where a person is and what is the root cause of their weight gain, right? Because a lot of people that come to me, they'll uh, you know, be on diets for like two, three months, lose weight, and then gain it all back. And there's like something uh, within them that's in, sabotaging their success. Why can't they continuously lose weight or keep it off? So just getting to the root of that. So I'm very big on um, you know getting uh, really deep into my clients' uh, minds in terms of using questionnaires, uh, really deep, deep questions in terms of um, coaching to, to, to the root of the issue. But also, I uh, employ a lot of mindfulness. You know, I found even with myself, um, for the many years when I was overweight and I couldn't stick to a diet, it was just having a lot of anxiety and feeling depressed. So many thoughts were, were circulating that I couldn't really focus. So it's like, how can I now develop daily habits that clear my mind, clear my thoughts, so I could focus on implementing small, simple tasks? Is there anything else that you do? Like, So what are the... Um, the the main things that you're finding with your clients that really prevents them from success and the you know reaching their health goals and their fitness goals and their weight goals. I feel the main thing is that a lot of people um, they follow a program and they look at it like it's a chore in a sense where it's not like a lifestyle change. It's like all right, well, I have to be on this boring diet, which I hate. I have to go to the gym two to three times a week. I have to do all these things that I don't feel like doing. And just, you know, we, we were humans and we, and we like the path of least resistance. So when we create this resistance for ourselves, we're not gonna stick to it long term. So one thing is how can we create a program that is more of a lifestyle shift that perhaps is not just jumping into a very strict diet initially or doing morning cardio every day. It's basically easing into it, taking baby steps. And I like to use a progressive overload. We're basically, you know, maybe if you want to improve your diet, starting at like 10% at a time, you know, adding a little bit of cardio here and there it doesn't have to be like 30, 45 minutes at a time and then easing yourself into it. So you kind of taper into a very progressive program. And over time, um, you become accustomed to it and you enjoy it, but also giving a person a variety, right? So picking foods that they enjoy, giving them recipes that, you know, they don't mind eating all day long, doing exercise, doing activities doesn't have to be on a boring treadmill, it could be outdoors or doing Zumba, something that is really just um, enjoyable for them. So just just finding how you can incorporate a healthy lifestyle that doesn't feel like it's uh, this discipline that's taken over your life. Well, how did you get into psychology and, and helping you know make that mind-body connection with your clients? You know, I guess it was, um, my own overactive mind. You know, I think most people that, that end up studying psychology, they, they want to fix themselves. So I think that uh, the, the big shift was when I, um, prior to me uh, getting to the point where I wanted to, to lose weight and make a big shift, you know, I, I, I was overweight and I was 60 pounds and I was very unhappy. But um, in my early 20s, I also drank a lot and I was using drugs and I just couldn't turn this mind off. So I was like partying during the weekends and um, it, it was always trying to escape from something, right? So then I was like, well, fitness 
is going to get me there. So, you know, I took all my addictive habits and I focused on the gym. So I would go in for sometimes two, three hours a day. I was eating nothing but lettuce and turkey, just trying to lose the weight. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it was like just going to another extreme. Were and you rolling I, them up, that lettuce and turkey? Oh, and yeah, yeah. That was like, <laughs> I was eating a boiled egg. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm full. You know, I was like a supermodel diet, right? Yeah. So I was at a point where um, after that year's time when I lost the weight and I became skinny, I had a six-pack, like people would see me and sure, I felt more confident and I felt like, wow, I'm a different man. However, I still felt unhappy, you know, realizing that even though I transformed myself physically, there was still something missing. And uh, I really realized like, wow, you know, this doesn't make sense. I thought that I would find happiness and fulfillment with this new body that I have, but I still felt insecure. And of course, it's like, you know, two decades of dealing with depression and, 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 and addictions it doesn't go away just by getting a, a great body. No. So think, how can I retrain myself within to be happy with myself, to be at a point where I'm fulfilled? So like if I screw up and during the holidays, I gain 15 pounds, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to get all depressed about it. Right. It's a part of life. It's the journey. So it's like not focusing on end goals, you know. So that led me to understand, like, why am I not fulfilled now? What can I do to become happier? So the more that I understood the, you know, the mindfulness and, and psychology, I came to understand how our minds work and how to have, you know, everything right to have a great physique, be healthy. But at the end of the day, love yourself. Yeah, I think there's uh, women have a lot of problem with really loving themselves and accepting themselves with, um, and I've certainly fallen victim to this as well for many, many years, where they think if I could just lose, be five pounds thinner, then I'd be happy. Yeah. <laughs> there should be a book about that. Um, yeah. But uh, can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, you know, what's the philosophy behind your best-selling book, The Mind-Body Solution, and some of the, the, the solutions you give people to, you know, kind of psych themselves out to, you know, to feel good about their, you know, feel good about their bodies? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, the, the philosophy behind it is a lot of what I went through in my own personal journey of being overweight for many years and then finally losing the weight but still feeling unhappy. And uh, it was really a lot of my story and what I overcame and the lessons I've learned. And then I get into a lot of tactical exercises. And a lot of it is just to um, be in the moment, you know? Uh, and it's one of the hardest things. It's one of those like theoretical things like live now, right? The past doesn't matter. Who cares about the future? Live now. So I said, well, how can we live in the moment? And I understood that there are things you could do on a daily basis that make you more present. And by training yourself to be more in the now, you will be a lot happier, a lot more fulfilled, but at the same time, you'll make better decisions because, um, you know, I, I don't know what the exact statistic is, but, you know, we have 80,000 thoughts a day per se, right? And uh, your mind is always thinking it's very overactive and that causes a lot of chaos because you're thinking about stuff that happened in the past or what's about the future. And when you could get even 10% of clarity, it makes all the difference. So a lot of it is like um, doing things like meditation and uh when you're eating, being a lot more mindful, sometimes even closing your eyes and eating slowly and savoring the food. Um, those are a few practices. Or even when you're exercising, you know, to be there, to be fully engulfed. If you have headphones on, listen to music, just be involved in the exercise, but don't think about anything else. So it's kind of like less thinking and more living. 
Yeah. Yeah. I certainly uh, employ that exercise as well, where I really try to focus on my food and really mm. enjoy the taste of it and chew it slowly. I sit down quietly. Um, there's not a lot of distractions, not watching television, just relaxing and really being in the now with my food. There's a lot of people that they're eating their meal and they're horsing it down and they're not psychologically fulfilled by it. So they eat yeah. more. And they, I think, oh. yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, you know, we have uh, a Sadie usually kicks in around 20 minutes. So, like, people are just scarfing their food down, sometimes not even sitting down because we live such a busy lifestyle. And they're not even full, right? Because the, the body hasn't sensed that point of fullness that they're eating more, you know? So, it's like eating slowly has shown that the food digests slower, but also people that eat slower end up uh, gaining less body fat because you process it much better and you, and you stop, right? You get full at the proper time. You have a lot of projects going on right now, but what are you most excited about that you want to share with the listeners? Sure. Uh, that's a great question. It gets me fired up. <laughs> I, uh, you know, had a significant change when I uh, took my passion of fitness and helping people and took it online, you know, because um, I love just helping people get results and transformations. So being a one-on-one -on -one personal trainer severely limited me, right? Because I was only able to take on clients within the hours in the day. So I'd get up at 5 a.m., work till 10 p.m. And, uh, you know, the first couple of years I could handle it. Yeah, sure. I love what I do. I'm passionate. But then I got really burnt out to the point where I just hated going to work and I dreaded the hours. And I started uh, an online business that just made the world a difference because it allowed me to now take my skills and expertise and leverage it and also use my superpowers, right? We have different ways of um, expanding our reach, whether it's, you know, through speaking, through video, through writing, and um, allowed me to reach more people. So I just wasn't able to focus on the people in my local area. I was had an international business. And uh, upon doing this, I was like, wow, you know, this really changed my life. The same way when I lost weight, it was a transformation. This was a business transformation. It really allowed me to reach more people, write a book, just do all these things that I've always dreamed about doing. So I started a business where I help personal trainers and health coaches, people that are in a service-based business, expand on their talents, you know, to leverage their time and expertise and to help more people in the process. And so, and you have a podcast too, where you, you help, uh, you know, health entrepreneurs become better entrepreneurs. And I was a guest on it. Thank you for having uh, me on. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I have a podcast called Online Super Coach. And uh, Wendy, you were an awesome guest. Like you just gave so much value and just you were like out of the box with the stuff you were saying, because most people, when they come on a podcast and it's like, you know, discussing how they created their brand and how they help people. This is very generic answers. The answers you gave were very unique, which I loved. And uh, really, I want to show people that they could monetize their passion. Right. So I like to give different perspectives. It's like different types of coaches, you know, dating coaches and health coaches and nutritionists, just a wide variety of them. But just seeing that if you're really passionate and you're willing to do the work to understand, you know, the technical aspects of marketing and sales and, and having an online presence, you're now able to reach people on a larger scale. So one of my main objectives is to really feature successful people just like you who've taken their passion and I reach the masses and share how they did it. So my podcast is for anyone who has an idea has a philosophy and they want to help more people with it. So what are the building blocks? What are the step-by-step -step strategies how they, they could bring their message out into the world? 
Well, I have a question that I like to ask all of my guests. What do you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today? Great question. Uh, this hits very near and dear to me because uh, it goes back into my whole study of psychology and, and just understanding how both, you know, it, it, it's very beneficial, not to say that the mind is bad, but the mind is very hazardous as well. Uh, over the past six months, two very close friends of mine committed suicide. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, was, it was a big shock to me. They're, they're both young and on the exterior level, it seemed like they had everything going on in their life, you know? Um, it was a total shock, total like out of the blue. And it, it happened, you know, it really hit me hard. Uh, you know, of course, I still think about them from day to day. And it's, it's just very sad that a young person would take their own life. So realizing um, why did that happen, right? And, and, and like on, on their suicide notes, it was, I can't turn my brain off. I can't stop thinking. I, I can't live like this anymore, right? And right then and there, you see that, okay, um, there was something within their own beliefs that committing suicide, taking their own life was a better solution than living with an overactive mind. So realizing uh, how hazardous this overthinking is, right? Because it could leave a person to the brink of taking their own life, but at the same time, it could lead a person to overeating or being stressed out, being unhappy. So just understanding the effect of a person's mindset on their quality of life, right? Because I feel like it's not just, um, you know, just happiness that it affects, but it affects your, your fitness, your nutritional choices, your relationships. So I really want to get into uh, the core of giving people the opportunity to, to not only share if they're going through, you know, a stressful time or if they're, they're having moments when they're, you know, in despair and they don't have any options, having the ability to talk and vent but just bringing more awareness to the subject, you know, because um, I think that, you know, in this day and age also, we live in this, you know, world where we have social media. All these things are competing for our attention. And I feel like there is a lack of intimacy. Even though we're so connected, there's a way that uh, we're not having like those deep conversations. And many times we're not able to open up to certain people in our lives. So just bringing more awareness to that. And I feel like just overall in health. The aspect of um, just looking within ourselves and, you know, perhaps like, you know, you don't have to do like I did and go and master psychology, but, you know, reach out to a coach, go to a therapist, go to a trained professional who could help you. Because I think at the end of the day, uh, I, I always think back to my friends and say, if there was that one conversation I could have had to, to, to stay a little bit longer, to keep on going, could I have done anything to stop them from committing suicide? Um, you know, it breaks my heart. And, and I always say that, you know, just what I could do right now is, is bring more awareness to the subject and um, make people realize that, you know, that is not a solution. That should not even be an option. Right. Yeah. There's ways to, to get out of it. You know, it, it's not it's not like uh, it's a permanent thing that's going to happen. It's, you know, suicide is a permanent solution for a temporary instance so yeah and i can really understand i was depressed for many years and and i can understand that mindset very well and i also had a cousin that committed suicide he was he was schizophrenic developed mm. that in his 20s and uh, killed himself and it was devastating and um i think it's sad because i think many people do reach out uh that are depressed or, or have mental health issues they do reach out to people but the tr traditional model of care 
does not work very well. Um, mm-hmm. I think that many uh, psychiatric professionals are guessing at what's wrong with people. They don't do any kind of, uh, they do talk therapy, which is great. That's a very, very helpful study show that helps. But psychiatrists who are dispensing you know, psychotropic medications do no testing whatsoever to find out what is wrong with their patients. And I love Dr. Daniel Amen, who is a big proponent, he's a psychiatrist, of doing brain scans or doing some wow. kind of testing to figure out what is wrong with people so that you can appropriately treat them. And I feel like a lot of, uh, many times, um, uh, you know, the psychiatric professionals today are missing the big picture that they don't, they are not even paying attention whatsoever to mineral deficiencies in the brain and to heavy metal and chemical toxicities that overstimulate the brain um, yes. and cause their, their brain to, to ruminate and to be overstimulated where they can't turn their brains off. And even just simple uh, amino acid replacement therapy, so simple to do. Even a simple neurotransmitter test, a urine transmitter test can give a, a wealth of information. And a lot of professionals are not doing this and I think it's wrong because when people don't get their solutions, uh, when they don't, when they aren't able to calm their brain down, they feel like the only way out is to kill themselves. And so I think that's a travesty, um, and that there needs to be change in the the mental health profession. I agree. So. I mean, that's really great points. You know, because like like sometimes it's not just seeing a therapist or a psychologist, right? It's actually getting your neurotransmitters checked, right? It's simple blood test, mineral test. Anything, something. Yeah, something. <laughs> There's always solution. There's always ways to fix the issue. Yeah. And, you know, simple diagnosis will say, well, you know, your serotonin levels are low or your, 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 your dopamine, it's, it's, it's not, you know, it, 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 you know, secreting itself at high levels. And, you know, you can pinpoint the issue and then find a solution, you know, take a medication, whatever it is. But, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, that's – um getting right to the core of the issue. Yeah, and I think that I've got a couple of friends that are under the care of psychiatrists and they first start with an SSRI. Let's see if that works. And then mm-hmm. that doesn't work and they give them something else. They give them a, a, a you know, anti-psychotic drug um, like Seroquel or something. Let's see if that works. That doesn't work. They'll add a third medication or they'll increase the medication. And it's yeah. just completely insane to me. Um, to do that, to be giving people medications like that that have side effects without any kind of testing. So that's my personal opinion. Um, so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about where they can find you and anything you, that you want the listeners to know? Absolutely, Wendy. So uh, you could check out my book on Amazon. It's called The Mind Body Solution Train Your Brain for Permanent Weight Loss. Name AJ Mirzad. You could uh, find me on Facebook. I'm pretty active there. Feel free to add me. and. I would love to uh, talk to you if you got any value from this interview. And that's Facebook forward slash AJ Fit. If you're interested in taking your passion or uh, service or philosophy out in the marketplace, you want to have a, a tangible system. I actually wrote a book and uh, it's on my website. It's Online Super Coach. And it's a quick read, but it'll give you the exact framework on how to take your idea, how to attract your ideal clients how to sell and convert your services to sign them up to becoming coaching clients. And then third, how to leverage your time and expertise so you could serve people on a greater scale. And if you go to my website, online super coach forward slash free report, you could download the book there. It's a PDF. And as soon as you download it, it's instant. You'll get the entire PDF, the step-by-step process. And, you know, very, very quickly, it'll give you a framework on bringing your idea into the marketplace. 
Well, AJ, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. This was awesome. Wendy, thank you so much for having me. And everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast. You can find me on my website, live2110.com. And you can find my new online health program, bodybiorehab.com, where I help you to fight adrenal fatigue and get your energy back. And you can learn about my healing and detox program, mineralpower.com, which I blab about all the time on the podcast <laughs> at uh, mineralpower.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast.